Cult members to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia, and with me I have Armando Aviso here. And what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, as the main cult leaders, uh, what we like to do is we talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then one of us brings a film that we believe should belong in the collection, and then we argue, vote it in or out, see if it gets in there, because again, we are the cult leaders and we are the gatekeepers, but Today, it's a little different in terms of, we're talking about a newer film, it's a bonus episode, um, and so we do actually vote it in or out um, into Criterion, but this isn't something that we're bringing ourselves. It's just, we, we just, you know, it's a new film that we're interested in talking about. Yeah, new movies, and new movies are getting into the collection a lot more nowadays, right? That's true, especially Netflix films, which this is. Yeah. Um, so this is The Power of the Dog mm-hmm. uh, from 2021, baby. It's brand new, brand spanking new, and we got Jane Campion who um, actually we have talked about before on another bonus episode uh, when we talked about uh, Sweet Tooth. No, Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth, and we watched uh, Sweetie. Well, and Sweetie. There you go. I combined the two. Baby Teeth and Sweetie, not Sweet Tooth. And uh, yeah, and that was was back on the bonus episodes. We were uh, combining them with Criterion movies, and we decided kind of not to do that. Kind of just focus on the film itself. So... Talking about the power of the dog, Jane and also Campion. the piano is coming to the Criterion Collection. That's that's correct. Or was it a was it a laser disc before too? It might have been. I think so, right? Yeah, it might have been. But yeah, that that is also. But that's getting a new release. Yeah, a nice nice beautiful cover. I really like it. Um, a movie that I need to see again. Um, I haven't watched it recently um, to really kind of. When I watched it, I wasn't really paying attention. You know, unfortunately, I was younger, dumber. And uh, now that it's getting this release, just because I really like that cover, I think I might buy it. Okay. And because I really like the power of the dog, which is what we're talking about. Yes. Who stars... Okay, let me tell you what it's about, in case you don't know what it's about. I mean, a lot of people don't really know what the power of the dog is. Um, Yeah, when you see the trailer, it's kind of... uh I know you kind of get an idea of it, but not really when you watch the film, obviously. And, and again, we're using letterbox um, summaries for the films, and you know, unfortunately, they failed on this one. But these, but it's hard to to sum up this movie. Yeah, it's really. not really. Yeah. yeah. So basically, a charismatic rancher, right? Yeah. Yeah, char- charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son. Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Very strange, because that's not really... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I read that before I watched the film, too, and then I was like, the possibility of love. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you watch it, and you're all charismatic. <laughs> yeah, he's a real prick. Yeah. And that real prick is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. He plays Phil Burbank. And then this also stars Kirsten Dunst, who plays Rose. Then you have Jesse Plemons, who plays George Burbank. And then uh, Cody Smith McPhee, who plays uh, Peter Gordon, who is uh, Kirsten Dunst's son. And so, uh, Power of the Dog. I, I I have a feeling this is probably going to get a release. Because uh-huh. I, I think it's going to get nominated for Best Picture. Um, I think it's going to make some like history in that sense again. You know, because you know, you know, anytime women are are in the um, the nominations and stuff, it's it's uh, it's kind of like a historical moment because it just doesn't happen that much. And so last year when Chloe Zhao, last year, right? When she, yeah. yeah, for No Man Land. No, no Man Land. It'd be kind of crazy for it to repeat that. To if, you know, if Jane Campion gets, you know, best director, best picture for Power of the Dog, it'd be nice to see. It'd be a change of pace is what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that I, they think that might happen. So yeah. I, 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 when you're saying that, I was like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe that will happen, but uh, maybe not. 
Maybe they'll get, like you were saying earlier, they'll just give it to Spielbergo for West Side Story for some reason. More than likely, yes. Know? That's probably what's going to happen. I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic, sure. you know, a little yeah. bit. Again, it's just the Oscars. I don't give a shit. But it, it's just kind of nice when... And obviously the Oscars don't give a shit. No, they don't. <laughs> they haven't for a good while. Yeah. I mean, you know. But Power of the Dog, Mondo... Yeah, uh, you know what? What are you thinking about it? How does it make you? How, what What did you think about it going in when you read that synopsis? <laughs> like I said, I didn't know. Like I was thought, like I know it kind of does lean towards that. Like you almost think, oh, maybe it's gonna be like a broke back mountain kind of thing, you know? Because yeah. like mm-hmm. because uh, obviously, I mean, uh, Ben uh, Cumberbatch's uh, character Phil, like he's like just so like you know like he's. You know, it's like where he's so rugged that, you know, like he's like he's faking it. You know, he's like putting yeah. on like he's a face, you know, like, yeah, he's yeah. trying way too hard. And you kind of get the sense of that because he's just like such a tyrant kind of with everything. And, you know, yeah, and, like just trying to run everything. And then and then his brother Plemons, uh, George, uh, he's like, you know, I like, you know, at the beginning, you don't, you don't know their relationship. You kind of like get that like a, a sense throughout like throughout the film you know where how they how they kind of grew up or like um uh phil i phil idolizes uh what's his the buck uh what's the what's the guy's bronco henry bronco henry yeah he's like really idolizes him and is always yeah. telling george is like oh, you never don't. see him you just hear about him yeah. yeah he and like he's always telling george like oh don't like remember bronco henry taught us this he does that blah blah, blah. don't like don't you remember? Like he's just always like reminding him of that right. of that guy. And, and George is sort of very like, just like doesn't even like um and he, he doesn't and, get as excited about hearing that name. Yeah, and you never see them as kids or anything. And and then that too. Yeah, you never like he. I also like you just you just see them now like as they are. So like I don't know. Like I always thought I when I was watching I thought George was just like you know just the way Phil has been acting all these years and stuff like that. You kind of just like yeah, he's just tired of of phil you know like completely like he like even uh phil recognizes it in george too he's like he can't even muster like five words towards me and yeah he can he's just like really like short not short but just like yeah. two word answers one word answers most but, time doesn't even answer like, him yeah just, just sort of looks at yeah, him just and, like yeah. always kind of looking at that uh, at that dog on the on the yeah on the mountain maybe you know <laughs> well obviously the thing is that i don't even think yeah because what i got from watching both their relationship once the uh, bronco henry stuff kind of started to surface more in terms of like visually because it doesn't it's never nothing's ever said in terms of like to me it feels they are the way they are mm-hmm. because bronco henry uh obviously like a, like molested them or did something to them yeah or, or like you know and you find that out later kind of like or you, you could figure to, that out you start to see like signs of that, yeah. that that might be the reason that um benedict cumberbatch is the way he is and that you know jesse plemons is the way that he is yeah it might affect him so, in different ways right yeah. that he's more quiet and reserved it's mm-hmm. sort of something that he's not happy about he, he didn't or doesn't want to be constantly reminded about right. you know or, or he didn't like yeah he didn't find some like kind of shell like some tough shell to make to like get over it whereas like cumberbatch did exactly that that's why he is uh, such this fucking like a snake just spitting venom at everyone all the time you know what i mean like he just like gives everyone shit for no reason but at the same time there's like like there's little scenes for instance where you know they go and when they first meet uh kirsten dunce's character and they stay at like this kind of bed and breakfast kind of place and she works there 
um, you know, Cumberbatch when he's he can't go to sleep because he's running around looking for his brother, and because yeah. he's just like he can't like, and they have to sleep in the same bed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just such a weird, and I'm sure that's because of Bronco Henry and the, him taking him out to that secret hideaway up in the hills yeah, and keeping you know them I mean? warm. Yeah, and doing night. you know what I'm saying, and making them do stuff with either each other or like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, again, this is something that you just see through their actions. At least what I got yeah. from like watching it, the way that they are with each other and the way they are with other people, you know, it's just, and then oh, yeah. the way like your mind went off when you saw that. Huh? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> well, just like, you know, like, like you said, the way that Cumberbatch is, it's just so it's too much bravado. Yeah. It's too much. So you know that he's hiding something. And the way yeah. he talks about Bronco Henry, it's, it's obviously like, he's obviously like trying to bring up those good things more so because of all the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's trying to be like, Oh, remember he taught us how to be men. He taught us how to do this, but it's just like, yeah, he yeah, probably he taught his ranching. And all, yeah all this stuff you but know? he probably did some really horrible things to you as well you yeah. know yeah and so i i thought that and then, was yeah it's just like tiresome like seeing cumberbatch be like this the whole time you know yeah and like i don't know yeah i already i immediately felt like uh jesse plum was just like uh like just like yeah i'm staring off in the distance i'm not gonna like pay any mind to you, you know i'm gonna go yeah. do yeah, you just want to try to get away. You just want to be just, like, stop. Like, yeah. Him for one second, man, just stop. Yeah. Like, just, I'm talking to you like a regular here. person. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know what you're breathe. doing is bad. Like, yeah. can you just stop? Like, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, you do feel that frustration. It's a great performance from Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about this before we started recording, but a lot of people were kind of talking about how they didn't like Cumberbatch's performance mm-hmm. um, because he's not a tough guy, right? He, he doesn't play tough guys. He's not like a, a rugged guy. People were like mentioning like they should have got like a Josh Brolin type or something. But I think That's the reason too easy, yeah. <clears throat> well, I think the reason that Cumberbatch works and probably the reason why Jane Campion is and you know her casting director were like geniuses at getting him. I know where you're going. Yeah, is that because he isn't that? Is that he is supposed to be more of the kind of uptight, yeah. kind he of is like not educated. Josh, Josh yeah. Brolin is that guy, like right. normally, yeah. yes. like not being like. Yeah, it's not. It's not a put on. Yeah, and and, and sure, like Josh Brolin's a good actor, and he could probably play a vulnerable side yeah. as well, of course. But that's why they got Cumberbatch. Yes, is because he is more of a right Nancy. A yeah, boy, I mean, you know? like, uh, yeah, he's like as you find out that he was he was educated. He was yeah. going to get his education. He was not going to be some rugged asshole. Which rancher. is a parallel to Kristen Dunst's. Uh, Son, son in this yeah. you know he's very he's gonna he's like you know trying to be a surgeon he's going off he's off to college and stuff and he comes back and then you know this thing kind of plays out with them yeah you know? yeah it's sort of his same yeah. uh it's kind of the same thing that happened with him and bronco henry in yeah. terms of cumberbatch going to school and coming back to the ranch and stuff like that yeah. and probably getting all that education beaten out of him yeah you know they're just like oh you're, you're a little prissy boy like yeah. you know come you know you don't need an education come work on the ranch you yeah know? really bro yeah uh, a really toxic male masculinity yeah. thing going on on yeah. this ranch you know which makes sense you know yeah bro bros will, be, bros will be bros for <laughs> since 1925 yeah since forever they've been hiding like you said magazines out in the woods (laughs) since back then like a bunch of creeps yeah Yeah, and then uh yeah i think that uh yeah so that i think the casting is really smart and to have him as that character because yeah you're supposed to be able to kind of see through that you're supposed to be able to see that he's not a tough guy you know he is all just bark and no bite Uh you know what i'm saying and that's and i think that's um it's it's like uh I, i don't know if Right, so the whole thing is that, like, you know, uh, Baron and Cumberbatch stares off into the mountains, and he can see the shadow of, like, a, a, a shadow that looks like a dog. Yeah. And uh, people can't see it. No one else can see it. And he's just like, oh, yeah, Bronco Henry showed it to me. And he's just like, you know, he's kind of like, you know, kind of saying, like, oh, yeah, he showed me the ways to be able to see something like that. Mm. And then, you know, um, 
I, I don't know. I don't think Jesse Plemons sees it because he doesn't want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he, I, I think, I, I think what, like in the same way, because Cody McPhee, um, the son, eventually shows up and he's just like, oh, you see that? And he's like, yeah, I saw it right away when I got here. That's because yeah. he's a psychopath. And yeah. it's crazy that to think what Bronco Henry had to do to Cumberbatch's character to make him see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sort of like he put him through like trauma to have to be able to see this shadow of a dog. Whereas like Cody Cody Smith McPhee is just literally a born serial killer. Mm-hmm. And so he already sees those things. He already sees like those types of things, you know? I just thought that was like a really great touch. And this is based on a novel also. Mm-hmm. So it's got so source material. Yeah. But I don't know how much of it she stuck with in terms of it because again this starts off as like a character study you think it's going to be more so of like a character study and then Mm -hmm. we talked about this it turns into more of like a mystery wait what'd you say what were you trying to say that it was oh yeah Um, so like not a thriller yeah uh, yeah a cycle it's more psychological Psychological than it is thriller yeah but psychological mystery yes or you were saying one i was saying it was a thriller yeah but it's not a thriller like it starts to turn into one or at least yeah but it starts to turn into a psychological mystery yeah it feels more so of like a yeah, like a Hitchcock kind of thing. Yeah, where there isn't really some moral stance uh, you're supposed to find in it. It's just sort of you sort of start to see these things unravel, and you're well, just like, it, oh. it feels like all these uh, movies we had been watching from the Criterion Collection, like uh, Diabolique, La Aventura. Um, what's uh, another one? I can't think of another one right now. Where it's just kind of these like really slow burns and like. You kind of don't know where it's going or what's happening right. and, or what anyone's intentions are. And it's a are. real, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's more like, you know, just, you just, you can only guess by like their, their, um, yeah, the, the character's actions, you know, and what they say to each other and what they're like, you know, the little information they are giving, you know? And, right. And, 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 and what also, was the other one that we paired with Mask of the Phantasm? The kind of like weird mystery. Um, or like Batman, you know? Oh, uh, Jude X. Jude X, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like all those kind of movies, like, almost like a throwback to, like, those kind of things. And, and Hitchcock, you know, where it's Absolutely. just like, you know, these, like, you know, like, not much is happening. And, and also, too, when I was watching, I felt like a lot, really dead ringers, kind of, you know, where, like, especially uh, Cody Smith's, McPhee's character feels like one of those brothers, you know, where he's going to be a surgeon and he's just, like, he doesn't care what yeah necessarily what happens to the patient he just like you know it's like it's just cool for him to just cut things open yeah yeah yeah, and like explore that and see what's going on inside that and once it happens to him they really kind of start feeling emotion and stuff like that and they start acting out you know like Mm -hmm. the brothers do you know right yeah once the brother falls in love like he's acting out and taking drugs and like he was already like a drunk but like he gets falls more into it when he falls in love with the woman you know yeah and the older brother like he like he feels it more once it's happening to his brother because that's like a mirror of himself almost you know like they can kind of like go between like how they go between like things and they share like things together you know right so yeah, he's yeah. kind of sharing that like loss and like pain that his the other brother is feeling from did ringers and so that's why i think like uh like right away uh cody smith's character like feels emotion because of uh cumberbatch you know because he just like kind of tears him down and like breaks his like things that he's made like the little flowers that he's made and like he burns them and like it's just kind of like making fun of him and the way he's acting and how like he's kind of like proper and like you know he, like he holds himself up like you know like his chin up but not like you can see he's not he's not he's not uh oozing masculinity he's a lot right. more femininity femininity yes. than anything yeah and then 
that's what scares Cumberbatch, you know, seeing that, you know, like, and he's projecting something onto. Well, yeah, he's seen himself. Yeah. And he thinks that he has to be this Bronco Henry guy eventually to like, you know, eventually kind of takes him under his wing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I don't even know if, if, if I, I even think that Cumberbatch broke uh, Cody McPhee Smith down. I think he sort of just played that hand of like, I'm weak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think he just was like, didn't care. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there, it's well, not... he does like go out and he's like hula hooping, like, you know, trying to get this pain away. Like, you sure. Know... Like, I, I think it's like more of anger than it is like, um, like yeah. uh, feeling embarrassed. I think it's just more like, oh, like, I'm going to get you, man. Like, you know, yeah. hula hooping and just be like, I'm going to get you. bro. Yeah, it's like, not, you know? not necessarily that he got him, but he does make him feel something like sure, where he sure, has sure, to like sure. get away. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 and he has course. to stop serving. Like, you know, like, yeah, he can't yeah. Do his job. Like, he has to go outside and just kind of like. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just saying alone. like, I, yeah, I just kind of. As the movie, once the movie gets to the end, it, it just all feels like it's sort of more calculated than like, you know, and you know what I mean? Like that Cody McPhee Smith has been doing things more calculated than we might have thought. You know what I mean? Like since the beginning, because well, that he, triggered that, 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 that's the point. Of, that's where that triggers him. And then he starts to calculate from then, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could see you know? that. Yeah. I just, it, I, cause I can't think, like start calculating right at that i mean yeah, yeah i mean a little bit but not really like you know like it has to make him feel something that sure he has to start like you know yeah, taking yeah. action or revenge or whatever it is you know right right but i yeah i mean it, it, it's also i mean i guess more so it's actually i feel like when his mom starts to really get you know when christian dunn starts to really feel um the effects of Cumberbatch's like you know vitriol and his yeah. and his attitude you know once she starts to slip into the bottle and become a you know like this 1950s not 1950s later than that it's just like it reminded me of sort of like an East of Eden you know what I mean mm-hmm. like those kind of older kind of like yeah. uh, over dramatic uh, performances in like James Dean movies and stuff like that I mean I, I we, we love Kristen Dunst here Kirsten Dunst, sorry. We love Kirsten Dunst here, so this is not a bag on her. I, th- I thought she was fine. Um, it would have been nice to have her have a little bit more substance than just be the the, yeah, the, the alcoholic wife, yeah. mother. But, you know, it, again, it becomes more of a of a game between Cumberbatch and uh, and Cody McPhee-Smith. Yeah. Yeah, because eventually Jesse Plemons just disappears completely, and you don't really have anything to do with him at all. Mm-hmm. But... As, as we were talking about this earlier, I think that that makes sense for the story because that's why another reason why Kirsten Dunn sort of slips into her her kind of depression and, and her drinking yeah. because he literally can't stand his brother so much that he has to be away from that house all the time mm-hmm. just doing business or whatever. And he can't take care of his own wife. You yeah, know? he doesn't even... Who yeah. he does love. He should have took her, her with him, but yeah. that's really yeah, that's just really sad that he left her there. Like, right. Because yeah. he knows how much he doesn't like it there and he's going to leave his new wife there. You yeah, know? yeah. To be with around his brother. Like, Yeah, because to him that's it's just... That's pretty insane too. You know, you know, and unfortunately it's just like to him, he, you know, and I think he does obviously really love her, but to him... You know, back and especially back then, men are just like, "Well, I'm showing you I love you by giving you a house and things to eat. So what? Like yeah, that's you all you should place. need." Yeah, <laughs> like what? she already had a place. You know, yeah. she was fine. <laughs> yeah, she was fine. Yeah, yeah. You just offered her kind of a bigger place, and she doesn't. She's have a to widower work. too. You but know? but she also, I mean, she didn't mind working. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what also another thing too is that she had idle hands, right? Yeah. So she wasn't working anymore. She just had a maid, like you know, service. Yeah, and, all and the time. when she was She's, trying to practice, uh, Cumberbatch is showing her up, and that's yeah, another yeah. kind of like you yeah, know, like, snake. Yeah, that's like her hobby. Like he's gonna like evade that too. Like her own, like you know, like her like feeling of trying to get away and like, right it, he takes that away from her you know yeah, immediately and, and jesse Plemons is really trying to like hype her up about it and make yeah. her feel good about you know all that yeah. stuff yeah and cumberbatch is like now nah, i'm gonna fucking fuck with you because yeah. i'm a prick yeah so in terms of 
the directing let's just get into that kind of really quick um i really enjoyed the fact that again how we talked about the way that it starts off is sort of like this it sort of kind of feels like this uh character study and it's just Mm -hmm. you know it's more so about it just like you don't know you don't think that those landscapes mean anything obviously they're just beautiful you're watching them and then Mm -hmm. but then you start to realize once they get into the the shadow thing and the, the, the the shadow of the dog uh, oh, this is called power of the dog. No, I know, but <laughs> but then you see the shower, the, the, the shower shadow, of the dog, the shadow of the dog. Oh, you see the shower because of the dog you later. got the power of the dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you know, once you see that, you realize like, oh, like you know, Jane uh, Campion's like, you know, she's playing with the landscape in terms of like showing you like like that. It's it's more than just a pretty picture. Obviously, I knew that it was more than just a pretty picture, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it has meaning to there. There's like something yeah. else there, and the way she directs it, it doesn't. It's never. It, it it's never like focusing on that like completely where it's like trying to get you to see that you know like trying to get you to see that that um the the shadow mm-hmm. I, I keep wanting to say it's like a mountain that looks like a dog it's a shadow yeah on the mountain that yeah. looks like a dog yeah mm-hmm. and i think like you know it, it i mean did you see it uh when they're looking at it? yeah yeah right? i did see it yeah it yeah, was like, yeah 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 because when he when he at, well, yeah when he's when he's I wasn't like looking for it but when he says that it's like oh do you, I was like oh yeah that kind of looks like a like a yeah you know, one, I, I once thought wolf you know yeah. just because they're that and you know kind of the wilderness sort of right. you know but not wilderness but yeah just like this sprawling hills. like yeah the hills yeah, yeah so yeah but like <laughs> it, it all it also I mean, feels all... like very like you know it's so like like as like this sprawling like place that they're at like in in it's supposed to be Montana or whatever but like it's like it just feels I- isolated you know and kind of lonely and like secluded and all this stuff too even though like there's people there like ranch and other guys like yeah it's, helping it's, out but it never feels like it's a big. community you know it, it's, like it's, it never like, feels it feels big yeah. and huge but it also could be like and a stage kind of scary like you know yeah just like yeah and it, but it could also be a stage play mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like it doesn't need to take place in a bunch of different places but it takes place in this huge kind of uh you know massive place yeah. and um yeah i think Jane Campion did a great job of again, never. I don't know. Every every shot is just like done in a way that it's not. It's not giving you any kind of answers to what you know to the meaning of those shots. It's not ever telling you what you need to feel. It just kind of slowly reveals itself as it goes on. Yeah. And you're just supposed to kind of just go along for the ride. You know what I mean? You, it's it's like a you know, and that's why I kind of called it a thriller. But you're right. It's not a thriller because there's really no thrills. Yeah. It, it's just but but it is you know it, it's a story about a a man who is a sissy trying to be macho mm-hmm. and the person that he thinks is a sissy who's actually a serial killer yeah and it's really like it like just like is he underestimates the power you know like what this person has like you could treat a dog like like shit but it might it'll turn on you once it's like you know it's like that dark night thing he's all once they're hungry they'll just you know they're gonna eat anything no matter who like their master is or anything like that you know yeah and it just like, and then there's that thing where like, where Cody Smith and like uh, Cumberbatch really start kind of like getting to know one another, or like, like kind of like spending a lot more time together because I don't know, Ben Cumberbatch really like, he's like taking him under his wing, you know, and like uh, they talk about uh, 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 McPhee's uh, dad, you know, he killed himself or whatever, and like uh, McPhee says that like his dad like always thought he's like. He wasn't sure that um. What was it like? He can't, he wasn't sure like you know like if like what he would do like you know like he thought he was like, you know kind of crazy or like. Well, he told them something like, about like oh my father always thought I was never nice that I was not never nice enough that I was too mean. 
Yeah. Like, or, or something like, like it's that. something like, and you have to think about that. Like too, what is, what did his dad see that made, made him think that of his own son, you know? Yeah. And like, probably was, him cutting up fucking animals and <laughs> snapping rabbits, heads. Yeah. Just like, and like really like calmly and like, yeah. You know, and, and like, yeah, I didn't think, I didn't think much after that of that line until the end of the film. When, what, what you find out what ultimately happens, you know, is like, Oh, maybe he, killed his dad too like you know like maybe like you know he set it up like a suicide i don't know like, it's know? a mystery yeah exactly mystery thriller and or like no. how any and how he tells uh you know cumberbatch how he found his father like you know oh i did this i had to cut him down and all this stuff and like uh cumberbatch like you know you see like the sadness and like oh shit this guy really this kid had to go through that you know but he could have i mean smith could have been rusing him you know the whole time you know yeah, obviously he was. Yeah, I mean, obviously he was. He was gaining his sympathy and trying yeah. to make it, you know, because yeah, yeah, getting him real soft to soft spot again and making him reveal him himself and be himself. You know? And also again, you know, kind of you know, getting those you know, kind of making him feel attracted to him and kind of you know, the whole cigarette scene. Yeah, whether where he's letting him smoke his cigarette, you know what I mean? That I never wanted to smoke a cigarette so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did want to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you wanted Cumberbatch to hand you or? <laughs> put on your lips yeah no i mean that would that have been great uh not cody mcphee though but cover badge yeah rugged like that stinky <laughs> sure i'll take it look um yeah and so that's like something that he used as well i mean you know again you know a lot of people i've seen people kind of you know sort of be like well i don't know what's the point of this movie what is, what is jane campion trying to say with that twist or with that ending or with what's going on and i really don't know what she's trying to say I really I know, you, could, you could take what you want from it you can like you know don't like right you know, like uh, don't, obviously, don't be a homophobe. Yeah, don't try um, to don't try to be anyone but yourself. You know, like right. don't like underestimate other people. Like you know, who can you really trust? You know, like stuff like that. It's like I don't know. It brings up all these kind of things. Like you can. Well, yeah, you know, of but, course, but yeah, but I'm it, not saying she's. But yeah, I don't know what exactly what she's trying. to Yeah, say. I couldn't tell you. I just but, know that I really enjoyed that aspect of it. That it just becomes. You know, I mean, you know, there's a twist, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a twist, there's a little twist and turn kind of towards the end that you sort of like, ah. And it's not done in a way where, you know, someone, you know, Cody McPhee's twirling his mustache and explain to you his plot. You have to see it visually. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan didn't come to the scene and Thank start goodness. explaining things. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan wasn't. He would have explained the hell out of that shadow dog thing. He know? just wasn't all sad sitting on a car. Or just mm-hmm. like, and they're just like, <laughs> what are you doing here? And he's just like. Can I tell he's you, he's an anthrax man. It comes from the raw, raw hide. <laughs> yeah, it would have been that scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah from signs where he's just, just like, like, and like he's like, I don't know, I don't think they like water. <laughs> and he drives off. Just tell what's in there to keep swinging. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, yeah, it never, it never explains anything to you, which mm-hmm. is why, again, that's why I really enjoyed it, and I think that's what you know to, to go from sweetie. So the power of the dog is really a testament of, uh, you know, like the growth of her as a director. Yeah. Uh, as You know, and, and as even as kind of like a writer, you know, in the, in the themes and the things mm-hmm. that she focuses on. But I really, really enjoyed this. Um, should we do last thoughts? Yeah, we'll go into last thoughts. All right. You go first. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this, too. I mean, I, just from the get go, even though like you're kind of like just wondering, like, yeah, what's going on? But I was like, I mean, just like how the camera work and like. The cinematography, like, it just kind of grabs you immediately. Like, it just looks beautiful and vast and, like, you know, and dark. And the shadows need, you know, you know, the where it needs to be, you know. It doesn't just look like some, like, it doesn't look like every movie that's coming out right now, you know. Like, it really has, like, a, 
a visual aesthetic and like a vi- like you know like something more like it's not just like a really gross looking color or something like that it looks yeah really bad, you know? yeah it's yeah it's real cinematography yeah. it's not some like ne- oh those kind of you know it's really photographic netflix you know, movies like or netflix shows just, where it looks like yeah it just looks too digital it looks gross yeah just like you, you know where like you know where 4k can look kind of bad where it's too like smooth and like things like that there's looks like a real like mm-hmm. thing. i don't know if it was shot on film or not I, but it looks really good you know like it just still looks good for even if it was digital or film, you know. Like Absolutely. It doesn't look like just like some like digital garbage, you know. Yeah. Which a lot of films look like nowadays. Yeah, and, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And the act, I mean, just like the slow pace of it all. It's like nice to have that. And like, you know, just like not some like not things be throw it, thrown at you constantly and everyone always having to talk and explain over and over after one like like after something just happened or something that is happening and like they you know they do what film is supposed to do it's supposed to show you not tell you you know and what tenant is just keep on keeps on telling you over and over again you know and well, halloween yeah, kills you know, it's, it's like you know it's like we talk about you know it, it, there's a difference between you know not only master filmmakers mm-hmm. but master screenwriters it's like yeah. Certain movies they need to explain to you over and over and over again, yeah, because they don't know how to fill in that space with actual, you know what I mean, with actual visual or, or something else that to to sort of move the film along without having to explain it to you, yeah, you know. Whereas like Paul Thomas Anderson doesn't need to do that, yeah, you know what I mean. You see something like The Master, or There Will Be Blood, or even Phantom yeah. Thread. It's you know, it's no, there's no explaining. It's just visual. It's just like what the characters are doing. That yeah, you, yeah. Jane Champion it. is giving the audience like. Uh, the benefit of the doubt, you know, yeah. like letting you like they're they're smart enough to figure this yes. out if she, they want to, you know, like exactly you can because, yeah, you could put this movie on and like it could just go over your head if you're doing something. You really have to like watch the film, like really sit there and like, yeah, you have to see all the be, character like, beats. And now that I'm saying that, too, I remember when I was watching it, like I was like, damn, I really wish I got to saw, see this in the theater. You know, it's much more of a theater experience than any of those, uh, like a lot of other movies, you know. I would say so. You yeah, know, for like sure. It it's like, feel- you know, the same way that, you know, I, I had to see Roma in theaters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, this is kind of feels the same way. It's yeah, just it just like, enthralls you. It's not, yeah. it doesn't do it justice like you sitting at home in your like room watching it, you know? Yeah, Unless that's you, true. Like it really feels like a theater experience film, you know? That is true. That is very true. And But, you know, I, I really do think um, that it is going to get a criterion release, I think. But I'm sure they would have to do like a theater run too, right? For it to, It's uh, in the theaters. Oh, it is? Yeah. Where? I don't know somewhere. Oh, okay. A theater. I, I guess I just haven't seen. I guess I haven't. I haven't looked for it, it up. But, but I, you know, I look when I was looking up stuff yesterday. Fandango ain't got it listed. Yeah. Fandango sponsor us. Well, <laughs> use Google, Dick. <laughs> well, I got the Fandango app. Oh, whatever. It's not helping. Fandango obviously. app sponsor us. Well, I'll say it does if they sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed Power of the Dog, and I do want to see it again. But hopefully, I mean, I probably won't be able to get to see it in the theater. But yeah, would you yourself let it in to the collection? uh yeah definitely i mean this is like a this is a criterion film baby do you recommend it to like other people uh it de- like everyone ben, you know what i'm saying uh, i don't know i don't know i don't know who i recommend this to yeah that is true it's um, not like one for like oh yeah it's yeah it's not like a, a major audience thing yeah. it's not like being like oh yeah check out squid games where everyone can maybe get into that yeah. it's yeah it's it's kind of a thing but um, yeah, for my final thoughts, I'll just say that I really, really enjoyed this film. It's like one of it's going to be in my top ten of the year because I know mm-hmm. people really care about that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it just made me um, again 
as much as I like Sweetie, I really did enjoy Sweetie, but this more so made me want to dig deeper into her filmography. And a lot of stuff, I know she did have a bunch of stuff on the Criterion channel, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily on the in the collection yet, but I'm sure they'll, they'll start yeah. packaging up all her stuff pretty soon because she's a master filmmaker. This film shows it. Um, and again, I think it's it's great to see someone who's able to do again those mixtures of of it all. It's a character study. It, it's a it's a it's a East of Eden drama period piece, but it's also like a nice little mystery. It's it's a nice you know, it's a well you don't know it's a mystery until like the end, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it, that's what I mean. It's a nice blend of all that. Yeah, that you kind of like go through all those different you know blends of genres. To get to the end, and you know, I can I can understand why a lot of people might be like, "Well, what what, what I sit through that for? What yeah. for?" You know, and it was just like, "Well, what do you mean? I don't know." Just the interestingness of, and again, like what we talked about, just watching scenes and being able to like dissect our own past for these characters, mm-hmm. or our makeup, or you know, our own yeah. past for these characters. You know, I mean, we don't know if that's what really happened. You know, oh, well, we were talking about how. Um, what is it, Buck Henry or whatever the hell? Um, yeah. Bronco Henry Bronco. is molesting them as kids, and who knows if that's even a real thing? It's never really, you know, it's, it's but it sort sure of there. seems like it, you know. Yeah, like. it's there, but it's, you know, you don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But uh, that's why I really like this film because you can kind of look at it in that way. It's interesting um, filmmaking. And yeah. that, and that, I mean, I mean, most, and it's exciting most to get that on is, Netflix. Yeah, and most know? stuff really isn't. It's really just kind of like, it's really just like so, like, plainly laid out for you like how we were talking earlier about how like yeah of course uh what is it what's not soul what's the other one um the the one with the emotions yeah. inside out inside out yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah they're all yeah like you said they're all color-coded named <laughs> exactly after each emotion like you know just like how time bandits yeah. is not like not every like time bandit is named their characteristic you know like the yeah. seven dwarves you like know? a lot of youtubers that yeah. i that i see they got like 30 minute videos on like, uh, you know, um, Shang-Chi and how it's really about family. Yeah. But then they'll have like three minutes on like something like this. You know what I mean? Like Power of the Dark. It's like, yeah, I saw it. It was cool. I, you know, I guess it was nice. It was this. Because they don't, they yeah. don't know how to like, yeah, look into it. Because it wasn't color coded for yeah, them. No, it, yeah. It's not telling them. Yeah. This is anger. This is sadness. Like this Tenet is, is not yeah. telling you the plot of right. like everything like that is just ha- like. The exposition of everything, you know? Right. And yeah, and they'll do like, yeah, you know, an hour on Tenet explaining yeah. what Tenet's about. And it's like, yeah, I know what it's about. I saw the movie. He yeah. literally explains it the whole time. Yeah, every 20 know? minutes he goes yeah. back into it. Yeah, so this is, you know, and, and again, I don't mind films that are like that, you know? I, it's just, I, I, to me, these are the more interesting. These get me excited when things yeah. like this come along, where it's really just more so like, oh, I didn't know, I, w- I did not think it was going to end up on like, you know, a top 10 list. I yeah. thought I was going to watch it and it was going to be, okay, cool, you know? I enjoyed that, but I really, really enjoy it. I really, yeah. really like it. It's a really good. <clears throat> you're right. I don't know who I would recommend it to. Um, most people. Would I think, you have recommended it to me if um, if we weren't going to do this? Yeah. Um, I would have just to see what you thought. I know you probably would have never got around to it, but you know, I, <laughs> I was gonna. I know. I when I saw this on Netflix, I was like, oh shit. Uh, just because the name, I was like gonna watch it. Cause you said, James oh shit, and then you went to Amazon yeah. Prime. <laughs> I just kept on watching Seinfeld. <laughs> I stayed. I stayed on Netflix and just kept watching Seinfeld, though. But no, I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh crap!" I was because it's Jane Champion, uh, Campion's name. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." Well, she is a champion yeah. in my eyes, yeah. even though it's Campion. Campion, 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 Jane Campion. Anyway, I would totally let it in. Um, it's probably gonna end up getting into the collection anyway. I'm pretty yeah. sure. 
Um, but yeah, um, this to me is a record. Yeah, it's like something that I would want to tell like my mom to see and stuff because, you know, it's just on Netflix. But yeah, I think she might be like, ah, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't really like I couldn't really get into it. And yeah. I can understand it. I'm not trying to say that it's, you know, yeah. that if you don't get into it, that there's something wrong with you or something. I yeah. get it. But it's something that I want to tell everyone to see. But, yeah. you know, I can and give a chance. Yeah. Yeah. But um, these yeah. are the movies we're trying to champion. Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and that's the power of the dog, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this is a, thank you guys so much for listening to the bonus episodes, listening to the regular regular episodes. If you would like to follow the cult, and we're gonna be doing these more weekly, hopefully. We're gonna try to be doing more films, especially because it's you know the end of the year and they're putting out all the good stuff. So we're yeah, we're definitely gonna try to do more of these, at least stuff that's interesting to us. Don't yeah. we're gonna try. You know, try to avoid just doing anything. Yeah, we probably know. won't do Spider Man. Yeah, we're not gonna do stuff like that just because. I mean, and not, and we'll probably see it. But yeah, yeah I just you know, there's gonna be it's so so saturated with people yeah. talking about Spider Man. Nobody wants to hear what we gotta say. Yeah. But the power of the die. If you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, follow at Criterion Cult Pod, and then on Twitter at Criterion Cult. And if you'd like to follow me, Jordan, you can follow me at Young Jane Fonda. Uh, Mondo, where can we follow you? Yeah, you can follow me at Save underscore Mondo on all those uh, socials or whatever. And that's the power of the dog. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening. Join the cult. Like, subscribe. Go to the Apple Podcast app and give us a four-star review or give us five any kind star. of review. A five-star. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Any kind of review. I don't know. Anything. Be truthful. Let us know. Yeah. Give us, you know, you know, let us know. Thank you guys. <laughs>